Redford invite Brother Vincent to request for two refuge and five precepts from Martin and Linda. Okay, Hotu. Now we shall request for the three refuges and five precepts. Ahang bante ti sarane na saha pancha silam dhamma Amma yachami anu kaham katwa silam detame bante Tutiyampi ahang bante ti sarane na saha pancha silam dhamma yachami Anu gaham katwa silam detame bante Tatiyampi aham bante tisaranena saha panca silam damam yacami anugaham katwa silam detame bante. Yamahang wadami tamwadeta. Amam bante. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa. 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 Uddang saranam gacchami. Uddang saranam gacchami. Dhammam saranam gacchami. Dhammang saranam gacchami. Sanggam saranam gacchami. Sanggam saranam gacchami. Dutiyampi buddham saranam gacchami. Dutiyampi buddham saranam gacchami. Dutiyampi dhammam saranam gacchami. Dutiyampi dhammam saranam gacchami. Dutiyampi sanggam saranam gacchami. Tatiampi sangkang saranam gacchami. Tatiampi buddham saranam gacchami. Tatiampi buddham saranam gacchami. Tatiampi dhammam saranam gacchami. I can't hear... Tatiampi damang saranam gacchami Tatiampi sanggam saranam gacchami Tatiampi sanggam saranam gacchami Tisaranena gamanang paripunang Amma bate Panatipata veramani sika padang samadiyami Panatipata veramani sika padang samadiyami Adina dana veramani sika padang samadiyami. Adina dana veramani sika padang samadiyami. Kame sumicha chara veramani sika padang samadiyami. Kame sumicha chara veramani sika padang samadiyami. Musa wada veramani sika padang samadiyami. Musa wada veramani sika padang samadiyami. Sura meraya maja pamadatana veramani sika padang samadiyami. 
สุราเมรายาปัจจปมาตถานาเวรมณีสิกาปดังสัมมาทิยามิอิดาเมสิลังอาสวะขยาวะหังโหตุอิดาเมสิลังอาสวะขยาวะหังโหตุอิดาเมสิลังนิบานาสาปัจจโยโหตุอิดาเมสิลังนิบานาสาปัจจโยโหตุอิสานีนาสหปัญชาสิลังดามังสดุกังกัตวะปมาเดนะสัมปาเดตาอมาปันเตสาดุสาดุสาดุโอเคนาวิวดูอาวุธ meditation first like usual we will spend one minute just to send our good wishes to everyone including ourselves who has to face this current COVID-19 pandemic just in our heart send all our good wishes to everyone in this current difficult time. Okay. Next, last last week I've mentioned about um, reading to the nose about the benefits, and um, Bihui has sent you all a summary of what I shared last week. A very good summary, in fact, and also a video clip on it. So basically, I'll, I'll remind again: the benefits of reading to the nose is number one, there's a nasal hair that blocks off all the pollutants. Number two, it will secrete nitric oxide to make your Vessels, blood vessels, bigger so that you have wider, so they have more oxygen to go in. And the other point also is to make sure you breathe in to the to the uh, diaphragm. That means this is called worry breathing. When you take very little oxygen in, this is open the chest is the um, relaxed breathing where you will get more oxygen in. And also in the book that I share, don't need to get the book because there's too many things in there. The, the summary is very good. So in the book, it's also said that reading less is better. Less means like less number of times per minute. That means you take a longer breath. Why? When you breathe longer breath, you accumulate carbon dioxide CO2 in the body. When carbon dioxide accumulates. It will force the oxygen from your blood vessels to go out to the cells and the organs. Otherwise, it won't let go, release to the cells and organs. So, uh, it helps if you have longer type of breathing. Okay, we'll do a few uh, deep breathing now. You can. Some people will say, you know, but I'm not used to putting my attention on the uh, navel. It's okay. You can put your attention here, but just try to deep. Take a deep, long breathing, a few of it. Now, then we will continue. Just watch your breath as uh, your normal rhythm. Okay, so deep 
breathing in, feel the aliveness of the now or being present. Breathe out, deep breathe out. Let go of all memories of the past and plans for the future. And again, deep breathing in. Feel the aliveness, the presence of the current moment. Deep breath out. Let go of all worries, all plans that you have, all thoughts. You can take back, take it back later. And the last deep breath. Bring yourself to the present moment, to the now, and out, let go of everything. Now just aware of the breath. Let it be, don't control it, whether it's long or short breath, just know the breath. Important is the awareness, not the breath. Important is the awareness of the breath. In daily life also, every time you're stressed, you can take deep breath and then just aware of the breath. That will bring you out of your thoughts. So just know the breath going in, know the breath going out. If you're lost in your thoughts, the minute you know, you are lost in your thoughts, you are already out of the thoughts. Just continue with awareness of the breath. You can't know the breath very clearly, it's okay. Important is just aware of it as much as you can. Okay, now we will shift our attention to the body, aware of the earth, water, fire, wind, the four elements in the body, starting with the earth element. Try to totally feel the body. Okay, whichever part I direct you to, try to feel that part, not think about the part, but really feel the part, as in really feeling it. So we'll start with the sole of the feet, Feel the roughness of the skin on the sole of the feet or the heaviness of the whole body on the sole of the feet or the hardness of the bones on the, on the feet or the softness of the flesh on the feet 
slowly move up to the shin. You can feel the smoothness of the skin on the shin or the hardness of the bones on the shin, heaviness of the bones on the shin or the softness of the flesh on the shin. Move up to the knee, the hardness of the kneecap, heaviness of the bones in the knee, the softness of the ligaments, muscles in the knee, smoothness of the skin on the knee, Move up to the thigh. Feel the heaviness of the body on the thigh. The hardness of the bones on the thigh. Smoothness of the skin on the thigh. Softness of the tissues, muscles. Flesh on the thigh. Slowly go up to the abdomen. Heaviness of the body sitting onto the abdomen. Hardness of the bones. Softness of the organs inside and the flesh. Smoothness or roughness of the skin also can. Move up to the chest. Hardness of the rib cage. The softness of the flesh, heaviness of the bones. Smoothness of the skin. Move the attention to the fingers the lightness of the fingers, hardness of the bones on the fingers, roughness or smoothness of the skin on the fingers, softness of the flesh on the fingers. Slowly move up to the whole hands. Feel the softness of the flesh in the whole hands, the hardness of the bones, the lightness of the hand or the heaviness of the hand. The softness of the flesh on the hands, the smoothness of the skin on the hands. Move up to the shoulders the hardness of the shoulders or the softness of the flesh on the shoulders, the heaviness of the shoulders. The smoothness of the skin on the shoulders. Move up to the neck, the heaviness of the head on the neck. the smoothness of the skin on the neck.
the softness of the tissues or flesh on the neck. Any parts that you can't feel can skip it. Just feel the part that you can feel. Move up to the head, the hardness of the head or heaviness of the head or lightness of the head, the softness of the tissues on the head, the smoothness of the skin on the face, Now just feel the earth element in the whole body, the heaviness of the whole body or the hardness of the whole body or the lightness of the whole body or the softness of the flesh in the whole body or the smoothness of the skin in the whole body or the roughness of maybe the teeth or any parts of the body. Just feel the whole earth element in the whole body. Now from the earth element, we move to the water element and we'll start from the top of the head. Maybe you can feel the stickiness or the flowing of the sweat on top of the head. Down to the eyes, the flowing or the cohesiveness of the tears in the eyes. down to the nose, the cohesiveness or the flowing of the fluid in the nose. Down to the mouth, the flowing or the cohesiveness of the saliva in the mouth. Or if you can feel the blood flowing in the head, inside the head or the cohesiveness of the blood, if you can feel, if not, skip it. Feel the sweat flowing or stickiness of the sweat on the face. Move down to the neck. Feel the flowing or the stickiness of the sweat on the neck or the blood flowing inside. Down to the chest, feel the stickiness of the flowing of the sweat on the surface or the blood flowing inside. Down to the abdomen, Feel the stickiness or the cohesiveness of the sweat 
on the surface or the blood inside. Down to the thigh, feel the stickiness or the flowing of the sweat on the surface or the blood flowing inside. Down to the shin, again the flowing or stickiness of the sweat on the surface or blood inside, all the way down to the feet, the flowing or stickiness of sweat on the surface or blood flowing inside. Now just feel the whole water element in the whole body, can be the flowing or the cohesiveness of the water element in the whole body, either on the surface or inside, it's okay. Just aware. The important thing is the awareness. Now from water element, we'll move to the fire element. Starting from the feet, feel the heat or the coldness on the sole of the feet. Up to the whole feet, the coldness of the, or the heat. Up to the knee, the coldness or the heat on the knee. the thigh, the coldness or the heat on the thigh, to the abdomen, the coldness or the heat in the abdomen, chest, the coldness or the heat on the chest, To the fingers, the coldness or the heat on the fingers. Move up to the hand, coldness or heat on the entire hand. Up to the shoulders, coldness or heat in the both shoulders. To the neck, coldness or heat in the neck. The head, coldness or heat in the whole head, including the face. Now feel the heat or coldness in the whole body, the entire body as a whole, feel the heat or the coldness.
Now from the fire element, we'll move to the last element, the wind element. Feel the wind element on top of the head. It could be external wind blowing on you or the internal wind element supporting the head. That's why you can keep it straight or pushing the head. That's why you can adjust and move your head. Down to the neck, the wind element supporting the neck or pushing the neck or external wind element blowing onto the neck. Down to the chest. Internal wind element supporting the chest so they can keep it straight or pushing it or external wind element blowing on the chest. Down to the abdomen. Internal wind element supporting and pushing the wind element or the external wind element blowing onto the abdomen. Down to the thigh, external wind element blowing on the thigh or internal wind element supporting or pushing the thigh to keep it you know, in position. Down to the rest of the leg, internal wind element supporting or pushing it or external wind element blowing on it. Now just feel the wind element in the whole body as a whole, either internally supporting the body to be able to keep it straight or pushing it so they can move or the external wind element blowing onto the body. Just aware of the wind element. Now we move our attention to the heart. Just aware of any feeling that arises. If there's no feeling, it's okay, that's a type of feeling. If you have subtle peace, joy, that's good. Just aware of it. If you have anger, frustration, unhappiness, just also aware of it. Don't push it away, don't ignore it. Just aware, be with it. Be with whatever feeling that arises. Be with whatever emotions that arises. Just that whatever emotions arise and fall away. Don't push it away. Don't get lost in it. Don't suppress it. Notice that the awareness of the emotion is always peaceful and calm, no matter what emotions you have. So stay with the calm awareness, no matter what emotion that arises. As you stay with the calm awareness, whatever emotions that arises will open up. 
If it doesn't, it's okay. Just continue to stay with the awareness. Just let whatever emotions arise, it will pass away by itself as long as you stay with the awareness. Okay, now we'll finish off by paying attention back to the heart. Just have a good wish for yourself to be well, to be happy. Think of the happy moment you have in your life and keep that emotion. Don't get lost in the story behind it. Keep a smile in your heart and allow this good energy, good wish to flow up from your heart up to the neck, to the shoulders, to the head, to the hands, wishing every part, every organ to be at ease, to be comfortable, to be well, to be happy, to be strong, to be healthy. Similarly, allow this good energy to flow down to the abdomen, to the legs, wishing every part of the organs to be well, happy, to be at ease, to be comfortable, to be peaceful, to be strong, to be healthy. Allow this good energy to flow out to the whole world, wishing all beings, regardless of big, small, medium, far or near, seen or unseen, regardless of nationality, race, religion, may all beings be well, be happy, be calm, be peaceful, be at ease, be strong, be healthy. May all beings be well and happy. Now, feel your body. If you can feel your body, you can slowly open your eyes. Okay, what we have done just now is um, do mindfulness, basically mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of the feeling. The mindfulness of the body to me is very important. Every time when we are lost, in our day-to-day -day stress or whatever situation, if you're lost in your emotions or thoughts, thoughts, try to really feel your body. When you can feel your body, you will automatically be out of your emotions and thoughts. That's first thing. Second thing is when you can feel your body, it's what I call the doctor is back home because our body has very powerful healing ability. It's only that most of the time we are lost in our thoughts, lost far away. So the doctor is not home and he can't heal the body. So once in a while, try to feel your, feel your body. 
really feel, not, not thinking of feeling, really feel your body. Or you can, when you're aware of the breath, you also back to the body. So these are two ways to get you back to, to really uh, grounded, I call it. Okay, any questions on the meditation before I move on to the Dharma part? Any specific meditation, uh, questions on meditation? If no, I will move on. You can, along the way, feel free to ask any questions that you want. If you can think of questions along the way, you can ask, okay? So uh, I want to remind every, okay, someone has uh, put up a hand. You can unmute and ask. Um, hi, Bhante. Yeah. yeah. Just now when you mentioned uh, feel the body, uh, yeah. different part of it, yeah. uh, I'd like to know, could you explain a little bit further about feel, how to feel it is like, do you actually use, uh, for example, your touch to feel it or, or it's merely just to use your mind to feel it? Just uh, no, re really feel it. As in now, can, can you put your attention on your hand and you feel your hand? You can feel the sweat on your hand? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Mm. Basically, like shift attention to, to your body. Okay. Okay. Oh, shift the attention. For example, yeah. just now you mentioned, like, feel the hardness of the knee. Yeah. So it's you, like, I'm not sure how to feel it. Like. How to feel it? You put your attention on your knee Just and then try to feel the hardness part. If you can't, then maybe you can feel the, I don't know, maybe the smoothness or the lightness. You can skip other qualities. There are, for, uh, for earth element, there are six qualities. Hardness, softness, uh, lightness, heaviness, smoothness, and roughness. You can choose any of these. Quality. You don't have to feel every single quality. If you can't, you skip to another quality. Okay. So we don't use our hand to touch and to feel the hardness or the softness. We, uh, we don't... If, if you can't, then you can use your hand if you want to. Oh. Okay. Because yeah. for some people, maybe a bit difficult for them to put their attention there. Then you put your hand there. And this is how my, one of my first meditation teacher teach. If you can't really feel the breath going in and out, put your hand there, then you will feel the, the air going in and out. So yeah, you can put your hand there to, to, to get your attention in the first time. Okay. Thank you. Next question. Uh, you can unmute. Uh, Hui. Hui uh. Pante. Yeah. Uh, can, during the meditation, can we swallow saliva? Yeah, no problem at all. Any meditation you do, you can saliva, uh, swallow the saliva, not, not a problem. Otherwise, you will be very unnatural. Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. Any other questions on meditation? There's one question in the chat. Can you read, please? From Mimi Wong. do we need to follow sequence of water, fire, and wind, or can go in random? Ah, good question. I have never tried in random. Usually we go from earth, water, fire, wind. We, we don't... Uh, I guess there's nothing wrong for going in random, but uh, I have not tried in random. And this is the order that normally stated in the text. But there's nothing wrong going in random, I guess. 
One day I realized there's a, like, for example, earth, you mentioned from feet, and then go to the head, and then the other water will be okay. Head, go to the, okay. uh, the good, good question. I, I do different ways so that, um, so that you don't get bored. Okay, and I like freedom. So you don't have to be start from feet. It doesn't mean earth has to start from feet and then water has to start from head. No, uh, you can start from middle part or any way. There's no uh, fix. Normally, it's, uh, quite a lot of people like to start from the head to the toes. But I like to give different variations so that you don't get bored. So yeah, it can be anywhere. Okay, next, LT Lim. You want to yes, uh, Bante. Uh, good evening. Yeah. Um, thank you for, 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 for sharing this session and I'm very grateful to be able to join and participate um, in this uh, let me just get my yeah in and participate in these uh, uh, sessions. Okay. Um, the thing um, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm still trying I'm very interested in meditation and I would like to uh, uh, ask further about what uh, you, you mentioned. Um, first of all, um, I know that uh, meditation, there are different types and different ways of meditation. Mm -hmm. Some of them are samatha, some of them are vipassana. Mm -hmm. And um, is, is the one that you are uh, guiding us, is it more towards a vipassana, is that correct? It depends on your definition of uh, vipassana and samatha. It's a bit tricky okay. because uh, your rate and my rate is, can be different. I always say that words is very dif difficult to define. And uh, a lot of people, what they call vipassana is actually samatha. So okay. it's quite tricky. A lot of people say they're teaching vipassana meditation, but actually they're teaching samatha. Okay. So anyway, just to let you know, um, samatha actually is to calm the mind down. Yeah. Vipassana is to develop insight mm -hmm. to nature of things. So mm -hmm. it also depends on who you ask. Okay. If you ask uh, Pao Sayadaw, to him, Vipassana, he can only consider something as Vipassana if you really see the ultimate um, maturity and mentality. That means you have to break the body into smallest particle, using your mind, mind to break the body into smallest particle, which they call it a Kalapa. And then inside there, there's a water fire wind. Earth, earth, water, fire, wind. If you can keep meditating on that, the impermanent nature of earth, water, fire, wind in this smallest particle, that it's only called Vipassana according to Pao Sado. Okay? But if you look at um, maybe Goinka and uh, even Mahasi, they will have this body scan method, which I, which I bring you to, similar to yeah. the body scan of Goinka. Mm -hmm. They will call it Vipassana. So it depends on who you ask and all that. Uh -huh, I see. Yeah, because I actually read some literature regarding uh, Vipassana meditation. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm at the moment in the stage of gathering information as I try to explore uh, meditation myself. Okay. And so I'm actually doing, I'm actually starting with concentration first because I think that's the most important thing before we can proceed further. Yeah. But in the meantime, I'm gathering information and some of the um, information that I receive is that vipassana. I mean, it's like there, there, there are many, many ways uh, of doing vipassana depending on who the teacher uh, that you are, are taking uh, instructions from. But the whole idea is regardless of what method has uh, is, is being used, 
um, is actually getting from point A to point B uh, using that uh, vehicle, as we call it. And once we reach point B, we have to even forget about the vehicle. We cannot have any attachment to any kind of vehicle, um, you know, into Nibana, basically. So that is my understanding. Lah. So basically, it seems that uh, depending on which teacher um, that we uh, take instructions from, they might guide us in a you know, slightly different way, but towards the correct direction. So that's my understanding lah, or based on what I read. Lah. So um, is that correct? Yeah, different teacher will have different definitions, like just mm -hmm. now I explained to you, or Pipasa. Uh -huh. But Samatha usually it's the same because Samatha uh -huh. usually they define as a concentration, mm -hmm. but I don't like the word concentration. It's actually mm -hmm. basically your mind calm down and develop the mind to be uh, in a very calm state so that your mind can be more flexible and in a peaceful state and you can use it to develop insight. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, for me, what I'm more interested in, the reason I have this uh, awareness of Dharma in the daily drama is mm -hmm. I'd rather you to see, to get insight from your daily life. Mm -hmm. Like, can you see in your daily life when you're quarreling that all your idea about the person is made up in your mind? Mm -hmm. I, I consider meditation as in not just sitting down and quietly. To me, meditation is cultivation of the mind and it has to be done throughout the whole day. So I'm more interested in the, the daily activities like when you are talking to your boss, can you see the Dharma there when you are quarreling with your wife or having a good time with your wife, can you see the Dharma there? I, I'm more interested in that part. Meditation to me is useful also, but to uh, ground yourself, to calm yourself uh, down especially when you're very lost in your thoughts and emotions, you, if you keep feeling your body, you can pull yourself out from there. So I, I'm using this approach. There's different approach that can be used. This is uh -huh. what I'm trying to do. Okay. So with this exercise that you are, you are sort of like um, encouraging us to do, um, of course, we will develop, maybe develop further insight into you know, life as it is, yep. which is what Vipassana is anyway, to so see yep. things as they really truly yep. are. Um, so, um, and then I know that you're trying to encourage us to incorporate our practice into the daily life. Yep. So, um, from a practical point of view, when we, when we take note and we, 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 we practice in this way, how, I mean, how far can we go um, uh, towards uh, cultivation in this, in, in our, you know, developing insight? I mean, should we do it concurrently with our effort to meditate or should we do it separately? Concurrently. Concurrently. If you are, if you are following uh, a teacher that's teaching you uh, mm -hmm. guided meditation, please go ahead and in normal daily life, you can see the Dharma. Mm -hmm. So to, to me, you don't have to separate it. But mm -hmm. what I'm trying to emphasize is you cannot separate meditation as in when I'm sitting down in my, on my cushion, that's meditation. And outside of it, I don't meditate. Meditation is cultivation of the mind. and It's the whole day, whole, whole, until you fall asleep. Okay. So, so, so meaning to say any kind of interaction that we have, that we apply this uh, 
development or cultivation of uh, mind uh, to develop further insight. So all this can be considered as uh, meditation. practical meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Thank you very much for your clarification, Bante. Thank you. Okay. Uh, next, Jason Chang. Yeah, good evening, Bante. Yeah. Uh, I just want to have a, some differentiation here, Jay. Yeah. Um, you see, as you, as we, as I attended some meta meditation before, all right, where you say more loving kindness, etc. Look, I mean, feeling your heart, loving kindness, all that. Is it? When I school of thoughts, that I also learned is that um, most important for me is to quiet the mind, calm the mind. Is it? As we well, during meditation time, we will. I mean, I will try. I will, will like to calm my mind. The question here I want to know here is. Does it clash in a way? Because in meta, your mind will keep on thinking which part to think, which part to be more loving. And our school of thoughts where our meditation here, we think of the breathing, you know, relax yourself, calm your mind. Don't let the monkey mind jump in there. Calm the mind. I, I just want to see the differentiation here, uh, like which is the best for me to learn because I have a very untamed mind. You know, where a lot of negative thoughts came running in. I do a meditation at least 20, 30 minutes every morning where I want to come to mind. I also attend a meta where they say that we attend a meta, you're more loving towards that, isn't it? You care more to yourself. Uh, this part of clarification, I like to hear about this view. Actually, meta can actually calm your mind. Meta can develop into a deep, calm state of mind. And Actually, what happens is normally, let's say you have 10,000 thoughts. Now, meta is directing into like two or three thoughts. Like you are reading, it's actually one thought. You are sending the love to all the people. So it's actually, yes, you are right. You still have a thought, but it's from like 10,000 thoughts to one thought. You, you need a thought to, to focus. Then after that, this thought also will drop and you just feel that feeling. And then you will get into very deep, uh, calm state of mind. So meta can go into very deep, calm state of mind. Uh, does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah. I need some clarification here. At least that's mean I understand what you mean. More yeah. towards like uh, stream down. Yeah. Or focus in a way. All right. Understand. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Now I uh, got any one last. Okay. There's one question on the uh, chat group. Bante, is it must follow the four elements? Can we focus on one such as movement will do? Okay, there is a meditation on movement of the body. Just know the movement. Yes, you can do that. Um, Bante, is there any meditation to help with insomnia? I tried focusing on my breathing and sending metta, but it doesn't work. Mm, insomnia... I guess if you can't sleep, then maybe sit down and meditate. Then as long as, unless it affects you, I think the more you get worried that you're not sleeping, it will make you more difficult to, to, to sleep. Sometimes if you cannot sleep, just continue to do what you are doing. I don't know, maybe reading or whatever, do something that you enjoy. Um, Meta using two to three thoughts to overcome 1,000. Okay. Uh, Bante can explain more how the wind elements support the body. Isn't it bones? Oh, bones support, but they, the wind element is the one that is pushing, pushing us to, to keep the body uh, up. 
yeah, the, the bones is there, but the wind element also is helping to support. Okay, now um, we move on to the Dharma. So I just want to bring everyone to the aim of uh, Buddhism. And to me, not just aim of Buddhism, but aim of humanity is Nibbana, which is awakened to the reality of life or awakened to um, the misconception of life also, you can say that. So one thing I want to share today is um, because I read again a, a book that I like by a, a Tibetan teacher, and I agree with him that um, Buddhist renunciation, we always talk about renunciation. A lot of people thought renunciation means become monk and nun, or some people think renunciation means give away, you know, I can less attach to things. But that's not really Buddhist renunciation because everything that we do in Buddhism has to relate it to our goal of awakening. If it is not awakening, let's say if you are, you are a very compassionate guy, you, you keep your moral very well, but it's not related to awakening, then it's not really following the Buddhist principle. So to me, this definition of renunciation is good. Renunciation is the courageous spirit to wake up and examine our reality. It's our courage to wake up to the reality. What reality, which I keep sharing with you that you don't live, we, not you, we, all of us, don't really live in this world. We live in our thinking about the world. We don't live in our life. We live in our thinking about life. So this, if you have the courage to, to wake up, to see this reality, that to me is renunciation. Because then you will see that you will be able to renounce your concept, your ideas, your opinions, your belief about the world. And that's very powerful more powerful than renunciation of things. Renunciation of concept, ideas, and belief is more powerful because every time when we see something or someone, when we hear something or someone or something happen, we have a lot of judgment, opinion about the thing. That's why I say you don't live in this world, you live in your thinking about the world. When your boss says something, it's not what he say or do that causes you angry. It's what you think he say or do. And your judgment, your opinion, from your background, that's the one that caused you suffering and anger. So if you, but this is not a problem. Your thoughts is not a problem. It's very creative, powerful force that create a world for you to live in. The problem is you believe this reality as the truth, as the ultimate reality. As long as you don't take it as ultimate reality, you don't take all your judgment as all that as ultimate reality, then you don't immediately jump into sadness or anger due to that. And then hopefully then you can reach a day where you directly experience the reality without being trapped in your opinion, judgment, and all your beliefs, uh, background in the past. So this is what I want to explore. And I think Bihu helped me to send a message to you all that the, this line that we are living in our thinking of life and not life itself. This is an opinion. Uh, this is not an opinion. It's a fact. There is no exception. Someone asked me why there's no exception. Why did I put the line? There's no exception. Why I put that line is because some people would think that, yes, I live in my thinking, but when it comes to my wife, no, it's really, she's the one who caused me ang anger or my boss is the one that caused me suffering. Yeah, other things, yeah, I saw. Yes, 
there are things that we can't see, but if you really explore, really, it's also due to your thinking. Even your financial problem is due to your thinking. Yes, you might not be earning as much money as you wish, but the problem comes when you think, oh, no, now, no, I'm not earning as much as I can, you know, I'm not having enough and so on. The problem comes from your thinking. So I want to hope you all can explore and share example in, in these sessions. Like last week, uh, Kael Lim gave a very good example about how when his thinking change, his communications with the staff all change. And someone give, I forgot his name, give the first example of impermanence. When, he's, when he realized uh, that he, about impermanence, when he eat dif different times, same restaurant, he can have different tastes. So maybe anyone has anything to share on this, that would be good. Any experience to share or questions also is okay if you have other questions or any experience of Dharma that you can share, Dharma in your daily drama. Anyone got anything to share? Ah, okay. Hong Chai. Uh, hello. Go ahead. Yeah, Bante, what do you think? Yeah, gaming. So, uh, yeah, I would like to, uh, to share uh, an experience. So, uh, I, I have a plastic uh, bathroom water tank. There's a quarter size of the cake, the type. So, uh, I have it uh, for about 15 years. So it's become uh, colorless. So one, one day I, I clean it. So the color became uh, more fresh. And uh, the day after I clean it, I, I went into the bathroom while I was walking into it. I saw the color which uh, I just cleaned it on yesterday. So the color is very fresh. It's like a new, new, uh, new, uh, new tank to me. So a happiness, a delightful feeling arises. But uh, a second thought arised. Then the first delightness gone already. Lah. Then I have a, I have a realization. Lah. That's, why, that's why the happiness is, is uh, so short. Lah. Because, because of the next thought arised, the, the earlier one uh, will dis dismiss. So, uh, so it's a uh, this one is a uh, daily life, daily in daily life. I have this. Uh, uh, but after that, after that, I think there's more to it lah. But uh, I think this one, at that time, I I have this feeling the happiness is short because of our this one many thoughts uh. The second thoughts arise, then the second thoughts has has uh, has to bring another emotions, the third and the fourth also bring another type of emotions. That's why the happiness shall not last. Uh, that's my sharing. Good, good. I also hope you and other people, not, not just him, can see that our emotions come from the thoughts, not from the top or the tank. Yeah? He, it's, he's thinking that, wow, a new tank. Then because of this thinking, then happiness comes. It's our thoughts that creates our emotions. So it's not the beautiful sunrise or beautiful sunset that makes us happy. 
It's when we see the beautiful sunrise and sunset, we are not lost in our thoughts, or it could be we are, have this thought that, wow, so beautiful, that makes you happy. So our world, again, I want to stress, is created by our thoughts. But it's not a bad thing. No? Okay, any, very good, very good sharing. Jason Chan, you put up your hand. Okay, Bandit. I'd like to continue with Brother Ong there. I think that uh, I have such a feeling, of course, nearly every day. A uh, very good example of what he says is, first is happy, then the second thought came along, then the emotional change. Is it? But how can we, in a way, to stop? I cannot use the word stop. La, okay? Stop is a very big word. La, to control such emotion, especially on the sad part of it. Uh, don't control. I don't like the word control. For me, is uh, if you can see that emotions are impermanent, you don't need to control. As long as you don't hold on to the emotions, it will change. How to not to hold on it? Because uh, just like when you see it already, the thing came on reminding how in a way to change. Oh, you don't... See, you have to... Because we think that emotions, that emotions is permanent. It's not, it keeps changing. So first you got to see that like what uh, just now, forgot his Bre name anyway. Brother Ong. Uh, Brother Ong saw that every moment his emotions change. Every moment his thoughts change. You have to try to explore this in your daily life. That your emotions is not permanent. Your sadness is not permanent. As long as you don't hold on to it. So I always give the example, um, to stop a car, you can press the brake, or you don't press the accelerator, it will stop. Slower, you don't press the accelerator, but it's not so um, bad. When you press the brake, you, like, you have a jerk. So it's not uh, good to control. You just let it be as long as you don't hold on to the mm -hmm. sadness, okay? So how you, then your next question maybe how I not hold on to the sadness yeah. is that the reason you, your sadness continue is because you keep thinking sad thoughts. You have to see that don't believe what you are thinking. You don't even have to, you don't even have to uh, check what you're thinking. Okay, let's say you detect you are sad. Immediately it means, or angry or whatever, it means that you are thinking too much. So mm -hmm. don't continue thinking. Don't have to check what you're thinking. Don't continue thinking along this line. Maybe one, if you're too difficult for some people, then feel your body to get out of thought or you can watch your breath. Just now the type of meditation I did you to feel okay. the body, really ground yourself, or you take a walk, whatever. Okay. For I'll beginners, maybe a bit difficult, but key thing to see, I like this, uh, to me, this is Vipassana in a sense, inside, to see that the thoughts you created are not real. It's created by you. Your sadness is created by your thoughts, which is not real. You are making a movie, it's just like a dream. Mm -hmm. But we think it's real. That's why we, we, we continue in this sadness. The key thing is to see it's not real. Once you see it's not real, one time, it will break you out of it. Of course, there are other circumstances you will get stuck. But you've got to keep seeing that whatever you feel is due to your thoughts and thoughts are not real. They are all illusion created by you. But not nothing. There is a story there created by you. Okay. Understand. Thank okay. you, Bhante. Cindy first, Cindy Chu. Can you unmute? Good evening, Bante. Yeah. yeah. 
I am not really um, composed in my question, yep. but uh, mm -hmm. this pertaining to the, um, um, the comments and sharing on thinking. Yeah. It means um, our own thoughts, right? Yeah. Say if we are on the receiving end, let's say if, uh, if we do understand that some people are reacting because of their own thoughts. Yeah. And sometimes because they feel or they need more time to control their thoughts or to collect their own thoughts and realize that, hey, it's actually all my own thoughts, right? Yeah. So in the process, we are supposed to, I mean, the not nice way to say is not to entertain their thoughts. In other words, we realize that it's their own thoughts and their thoughts actually have nothing to do with me, right? So yeah. I actually need to, Tell myself, do not react, do not entertain, and do not get angry or whatever. And also try to have compassion for that person. Uh, while at the same time, to not seem to be like that and to be patient. I think um, maybe that would be the right word to use. Mm -hmm. So if subsequently the person has realized that he or she has actually reacted or acted based on his or her own thoughts. Um, yet, it has been like a, a process which maybe we have suffered, right? <laughs> Although we try very much not to entertain or react to it, but we can't, I mean, we are just lay people. We, we cannot help but being affected by it. So once that person realizes that he or she has that kind of thought process, which actually will, can, or definitely affect other people. And once we know that that person has realized it, we also can't help thinking, hey, would that person actually also realize that I was on the receiving end? So Bantia, what advice do you have for us or for those on the receiving end? Thank you. You, you are thinking too, too much. Um... <laughs> For those on the receiving end, I'm not asking you to uh, do not do this, do not do that. You're saying, no, do, do not get angry, do not do this. I'm actually, I, I'm, a, uh, I'm a very freedom advocate person. I want you to see, let's say someone says something about you and you get angry. Can you see that your anger is not because of the thing he says? It's because you, you're of your thinking that why he say this? How come he say this? He shouldn't say this. Is this thinking that caused you angry? So, um, okay about that person. If I may just add, there's no oh. anger. There's Sorry? no, there's no anger. Yeah. Uh, no anger. Just like okay, all right, just accept. Because I mean, we've been li listening to so many dharma talks, and we have. Yeah, but you're all right. Just accept is like suffering. Yeah. Accept. Yeah. So there's uh, no, no accepting. Yeah. My accepting is I'm very happy with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your accepting is Buddhist. I, I always feel that Buddhist contentment is I don't like this, but since I have no choice, I take it law. <laughs> That's not contentment. That's not acceptance. Acceptance is I'm very happy to take it. I embrace it. So to move to this embrace, accept it, you got to see that whatever he say, it's not the thing that hurts you. Why you got to feel I got to really suffer? Because it hurts you. You might not be angry, but it still hurts you. 
But why it hurts you is because again you're thinking it's not him that hurts you. It's not what he say that hurts you. It's what you think he say that hurts you. So I'm keep stressing that you have to keep using this as a as a uh, opportunity to gain insight. The next time someone cause you trouble, you use it or so called cause you trouble, appear to cause you trouble. Use it as a opportunity for you to grow, opportunity for for insight, for vipassana. Of course, we don't wish for this kind of situation, but when it comes, use it. Don't waste it. You you get what I mean, Cindy? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, yes. uh, am I totally lost? You? No, no. I do understand because it's all about cultivating ourselves as well, and also as Bante say, to use it as an opportunity to, uh, to to gather or to gain insight. So if we actually am able to practice it, then we are there. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still on the journey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, but you just now you were saying the word also for cultivation inside. No, it is for totally for cultivation inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And, definitely. And I've got to remind uh, again. I've shared in my dharma that we can't change what's happening outside. You can't change the other person. You can't change your wife. You can't change your husband. You can't change your kids. But the good news is. You don't have to because you don't, you don't actually feel your kids, your boss, your your wife, and all that. You feel you're thinking about your boss, your kids, your wife, and you're thinking you can change. It's from here. The thinking also, in a way, is expectation, right, Bante? It can be expectation. Your background, your your uh, your being brain, uh, your upbringing, and so on. Yeah. So it's many things, but you think it's real. Yeah, I give you an example. There's this coach, American coach, who says that for many times with his he and his wife, he got this problem because he's he's brought up that when he eat, he got to finish every single part of the food because you know its food is precious. But the wife is anyone who eat until the last bit is like really rude, <laughs> you know. And they 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 like can't kind of understand each other. It's like what are you doing? You no, know, you're so rude. The other one is why are you doing? Why he's wasting food? So we are brought up in totally different uh, background, and we think that is the world. So that that's the problem also. But we think it's real. It's okay. You your world can be created by a creative force as long as you don't think it's real. It's okay. No problem. So okay, uh, Cindy. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you, Pante. Okay. Uh, Mary Tunga, long time no see. Nice to see you. <laughs> Many years ago. Namo Buddhaya, Fenerbah. You are in Kerala? Where are you? Uh, no, I'm in Klang, yes, Fenerbah. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for the very inspiring Rama talk here, Bante. Uh, I'd like to add about you thinking, uh, would like to actually ask clarification. Mm. When you're saying something just to Sister Cindy about the you see, yeah. I mean, I mean for me, for me, for me is a uh, like uh, I'm not uh, analyzing like whether anicca or not, but when um, feeling arises or anger, I just see it or any thoughts like wrong thoughts and that I just see it, and then I see it disappear. I cannot continue it like it's no more story there. Is that okay, Fenerba? Like uh, and then I just go on with my job. And then anything again, then I just see it, see, 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 see until it disappear by itself. Slowly, that's, that's... nothing. The the yeah, nothing is insomnia. 
just now you talking about uh, like as aging we are aging eh? sometimes wake up go toilet then come back cannot sleep um i just um kind of like don't know it's right or wrong just thinking that it's okay i don't sleep it's enjoying it my own time like nobody around disturbing me and then i just try to meditate until i fall asleep again um would it be okay that's good i want thinking that you don't sleep is okay isn't it as long as you meditate Yeah, to me, it's you know, people think the problem is people think if I don't sleep, then it's big problem. Um, no, if you can't sleep, then maybe you try to read a book or do something. Maybe halfway through reading a book, you fall asleep, or you try to meditate and then you fall asleep. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. But when right, you try no? to sleep, you won't be able to sleep because you try. Sleeping worse. Yeah, correct. Correct. Uh, then how about the one just now? Whenever you say that oh, we we see things, we see, 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 see the thought, then it keep coming back, coming back. But we just see, we see, we see. Then it will go, or we have to see that ah, uh, it's impermanence, impermanence. So it's really stronger, and then we really go the 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 all these thoughts. You can use many different uh, ways, but you. I got to remind you, our aim is not get rid of thoughts. Thoughts are not bad. Okay. I I just want to keep reminding people that um, that your thoughts create a world for you, and you think that is a real solid world. That's the ultimate reality, but it's not. It's an illusion created by you. But it's nothing wrong. You can live in that illusion. Like dream every night, you dream. You don't take it as real. It's okay. But this we take it as real. We take it. My boss really, you know, give me big problem. But it's all in your thoughts. So I prefer. I'm not asking people to see until all their thoughts to get rid of the thoughts. My my whole purpose is ask people to, can you see that your thoughts are illusion? They are not real, and can you see that you are living in your thoughts? You have no choice. You are always living in your thoughts. As long as you don't believe it is hundred percent reality, it's okay. No problem. Oh, so we just let it be. Coming, go, coming, go. We just let yeah, it yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts will keep we coming. We don't believe it as ours. Yeah, as long as it doesn't, you don't get lost in it. It's okay. You keep coming and going. Keep coming and going. Oh, of oh, course, create more video to, about it, huh? Yeah, unless <laughs> if you are trying to develop deep jhana or samatha, then you have to focus on one thing until no more thoughts. Then you get into that sort of concentration. But I'm not talking about. Uh. I'm more talking about daily life. Can yeah. you see that it's you? You are living in your thoughts, and the thoughts are not real, and it causes you a lot of suffering because you think it's real. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Faber. Yeah, it's clear now. Okay. Send my regards to your husband also. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Faber. So, <laughs> thank you, Faber Janinda. Jim Loy. Yeah, Bante. Thank you. Um, Bante. I I think um, I think a lot of just to follow up question just now. Yeah. When you say the reality is the is illusions, right? You'll be you'll be some same problem we have here, like we discussed before. That so if everything is 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 an illusions, people will get scared, and if you avoid that, so like treating everything is not real, so people cannot differentiate. So if a dream is not real, the reality, the life is not real. If you get get confused, you see. So I think you have a great, a good explanation. So when I ask you what is real, so your experience is like it's like falling but without the ground. So that is a bit a bit uh, a bit hard to get 
So Monday, my question, I think maybe the question is, um, is it our reality is both real and unreal at the same time? Because we yet we are seeing things as it is, it is real, but it, it is also not real at the same time because like we cannot see infrared, things like that. So maybe, um, uh, I, I don't know how can, how can I explain it, but uh, is, our, our, is our reality is real and not real at the same time? Um, okay, good question. There is a reality out there, okay? Yeah. But we can only experience the reality through processing by our mind. Once it's processed by our mind, you have already added your judgment and all that. Like, just now I give you the couple is, when he, he's, when he see the wife not finishing the food, it's like already judgment that's bad. And you can't run away from your judgment, from your opinion, your judgment, your background, your upbringing. So you are already creating this. That's what I call an illusion. Illusion is not nothing. And people get scared because they think illusion is, is uh, nothing. Look at rainbow. You can enjoy rainbow. I'm not asking, saying that you can't enjoy rainbow, but the problem comes when you think rainbow is a solid thing. You bring the rain, try to bring the rainbow back home and keep it. That's the problem comes. But if you know rainbow is... Um, is not solid, it's not real, it's an illusion, but it's there, it's not nothing. You can enjoy rainbow. And in fact, you can enjoy your wife not finishing because you understand that that's the reality that he's created by her. Your reality is has to finish, her reality is have to leave some food. So if you really understand everyone is living in their own world, in their own illusion, actually it's much more interesting because you see everyone is seeing a different perspective. Everyone's rate is different. A lot of variety in life. No, no, no problem with illusion as long as you don't take it as nothing. The Buddhist illusion is a bit difficult because it's not nothing. It's something, but it's not a permanent solid thing that we think it is. Does that answer your question or do you have more yes. questions? To prop me a lot. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I, yeah, that actually, uh, I, I roughly can understand, but if then it, uh, I'm not sure, Pante, are you aware of it's a different traditions of the Heart Sutra? So, so in the in the Heart Sutra, one, one, uh, if not mistaken, based on my poor understanding, she's trying to define, the, to explain to you the reality is is both real and unreal at the same time, but it, but it insists on one side. If you insist it is real, you get attached. If you insist it's in total illusions, you also get attached. So the yeah. best way is the middle, is the middle way then. But how, yeah. to, but how to explain that, I'll leave it to Bande you then. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, when you think everything is nothing, then it's an, one extreme. What happens is we, we might think that, okay, what I see is an illusion. One day, I will wake up to a reality. Those people who see Matrix will know that Matrix show, uh, sell us this idea, try to show the spiritual people that we live in an illusion world. But Matrix is not really that good as a metaphor because they have a reality to wake up to. We don't. This, is, this illusion is your reality. You have to wake up to the, to the reality that 
the illusion created by you is the only reality you have. You don't have other reality. Yeah. So the, the not real is your only real that you have. The, 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 it sounds paradoxical, but that's Buddhism. If you can, if you can, if you can uh, accept paradoxical, you're moving first step to, to Buddhism. Uh, yeah, th thank you, Bante. But I'm, uh, I, I roughly maybe get it, but I, I really don't know how to explain it. Uh, I think I think I can understand a bit, but uh, yeah. Okay, okay. I'll leave it to brother and sister to whether they can they can grab this or not. Okay, I'm I'm glad you can grab. It's not easy to grasp, but the closest I can say is, you live in an illusion created by your thoughts, but that's the only reality you have. Okay, uh, maybe Satima. Uh, yes, Bante. Uh, Bante, uh, actually, a few months ago, I went hiking with, with a few friends. Uh, and then along the way, it's quite good. And my friends, they have some conversation. And actually, they have their own conversation. I'm just working alone and then listen, I can listen, can, can hurt to what they are talking about. And then suddenly... Um, when they are talking something, a sense of jealousy, a very strong jealousy suddenly arose in my mind. And then uh, upon seeing this, um, I know that I actually involved myself into their conversation, even though their conversation does not involve me. Because I already uh, made the comparison thinking mind into the conversation. Uh, and then after that, I laugh to myself, haha, uh, you, you can bother by this type of thing. Uh. This is the first experience. So. And then the other one is, this just happened uh, recently, which is when I drive my car along the way. And uh, what I want, want to um, describe is, this mind is really crazy uh, and very wild. I drive the car and then I saw someone just walking at the roadside. Of course, my way is just drive my car and then uh, along the way. Lah. Suddenly, the Maya, it, told, it tells me, go and hit the person with your car. Well, I got shocked. I mean, if I really follow that the instruction, lah, I, I would go crazy. Oh. Then of course I, I, I come back. Uh, and then it says means our mind is all illusion. Yeah, mind can have many many thoughts, but uh, very shocked to see all this crazy crazy thinking just yeah. happen. It's not a problem as long as you don't believe it's real. It's okay. You have millions of negative thoughts as long as you don't believe it's real. It's okay. See, all the times our minds are a lot of negative thoughts keep on coming up, keep on coming up. Yeah, because according to psychiatrists, so psychologists, 70% are negative, our thoughts. Maybe more than that. <laughs> but as long as we don't believe them, it's okay. No problem. Mm. Okay, thank you. Bante? Lee Yong? Can you unmute? Yeah. Good evening, Bante. Yeah, uh, because Monday speak a lot of like our thought is not real. We are in this illusion 
right? So it becomes uh, very, a little bit of like scary, <laughs> this illusion, right? That whether uh, tomorrow I wake up, then it will be another illusion or uh, a different world, or, you know? So I, after further think, listening to Bante, I feel that this uh, illusion or unreal is actually, is it our understanding using another word or another term to say understanding uh, instead of illusion or unreal? Can we say that? You can say that, but then it's not strong enough to wake you up. The, way, the reason I use the word, a strong word like illusion is when you say understanding, you can't see that it's all created by your thoughts. You still think that it's my boss who give me problem. It's my husband who give me problem. It's my wife, my kids who give me problem. I want you to, I want to hit straight in the arrow to say that it's not your wife. It's not your husband. It's not your boss. It's not the situation. It's your thoughts that give you problem. But the thoughts are not bad. It's a powerful creative tool, just that instead of creating angels, you created monsters. That's all. Yeah. So try not to create monsters. That's all next time. Oh, no, sorry, wrong. Don't try not to create monsters. Just don't believe in the monsters that you created. So actually what Bante is trying to tell is uh, things are not fixed. It is wow. not permanent. That is why we don't think it is real. But in fact, uh, how would you say that it's the same like a, like a durian. Some people like it, some people don't like it. Whether real or not real, it, it is not to say not real. It's just that people react to it like they don't like the smell. And then they, when they see, they feel angry when somebody brings this to, their, uh, to the room. You know, but somebody like it, when they see it, they are so happy to, to see it. So this is what Bante is trying to say. It is in, not... In a sense, I'm trying to say that your anger, your happiness, all is created by your thoughts. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Because, because the term, sometimes if you talk, say this is not real, it's like illusion. It's like we are always, we are trying to seek, so where is the real world? You know, like, like when we... We may think that every day, the whole day, the whole life, we are living in an illusion, illusionary world, right? We will be thinking, where, where is the real world? How do uh, we... No, you've got to keep seeing where the illusion is. Then you wake up from this illusion. You don't look for the real world. Keep seeing the illusion. And then you will have what Jim Lloyd des described. One day you will feel that, um, a bit scared, you will feel like you are falling down. Like, you know, you're falling down in the sky and you feel very fearful. But suddenly you realize that there's no ground. Yeah, so I heard Bante mention about this last, uh, last week, but I couldn't understand what is Bante trying to say when falling without ground? How, what is it about? No, it means, let's say if you're falling down, there's a ground, then you will die. But there's no ground. You can keep gliding. Okay. Is our thinking, you're saying our thinking can keep going like that? No, no, I'm not thinking. I'm saying that the reason I'm saying when you see that everything is an illusion, okay, you might have this feeling of fear, of being very vulnerable, of being scared, of falling down. But 
this falling down is no problem because if you open your eyes, there's no ground that you will hit and die. You are, you are falling to freedom. Okay. I will try to understand that. Yeah, this one you can't understand. It's yeah. not to hear. This one you have to feel. Through meditation? Uh, meditation one way, another way is through insight. Now I, I like to guide people to see the insight in their daily life. Because meditation, yes, you can, but most of you don't have the time like me who can take you know 20 years off and go to the jungle and meditate. But for you, you got to live your daily life. So I like to, that's why awareness of Dharma in daily drama since you have many drama in your daily life, use that drama to see the dharma and then see the insight from there. Yeah, I will keep following Bhante's uh, classes until I see you one day. Thank you, Bhante. Okay. Uh, next, this uh, ADC, I don't know your name. Can you unmute? Yeah. Okay. Hello, Bhante. Good evening. Yeah. Okay, I think... Uh, Maybe I have an uh, example or which may help to explain also. Uh, sometimes in my interaction with certain situation or certain people, uh, I will have a preconceived idea of how the outcome would be. And this preconceived idea is based on past historical interaction and also, you know, some uh, history and drama. So lately that, uh, when I had some interaction, the, the expected uh, reaction was not there. The expected outcome was not there. So then I start thinking, I, then I thought to myself, oh, that's unusual. How come it is, you know, it, the person or that situation did not react how I expected it. And I, I kind of start thinking to myself, oh, maybe it's because I, it's my perception my perception, my expectation, my proliferation that create that outcome that I wanted it to be. So, so now when I don't have that expectation or that uh, anticipation and let whatever, you know, I don't find that situation antagonizing anymore. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. We are always limited by our past experiences. If we let go of past experiences, we actually have a lot of more ability and a lot of more potential can come out. So thank you very much, Bante. Okay, thank you. Um, maybe one last question. Um, okay, but then I have one question on just now someone mentioned about sleep. Okay, so I have uh, just got a mess. I mean, some read some article and this person that this TCM is quite uh, famous and they say, oh, you have to sleep by 11 and then uh, within 11 and 1, if you don't sleep and then you, you spoil your certain uh, uh, organ and then if 1 to 3, you don't sleep and then another organ and so on and so on. So forth. So uh, when I see my children or my husband doesn't sleep, I told them about the fact. I after I read and listened, and when I see they never follow the timing, I feel very bad. It's like a thought that 
they are wrong. Okay. So then after that, when my I myself sometimes I have class or what I, I I have to finish my homework late, and then I feel so guilty when I cannot sleep. I mean I cannot sleep by eleven o'clock. So this thought is it um uh, uh, it made myself not happy, and then I thought next morning I will like more tired. You know all this is is it created by thoughts or is really tired. So it can I'm not, be very hmm. difficult to tell. It could be your, your thoughts that make you tired or it could be your tired. But if you are not lost in thoughts, you will be able to know. Okay. If you, so if you actually, think, hmm. you are in the awareness. That's why my guided meditation, I keep wanting to you to bring awareness of the body. When you are not lost in here, you are aware of the body, either through this breathing or relaxed breathing or feeling the body, you will know which one is the real one. Okay, so because of, I just don't want to believe. So uh, that night, let's say I sleep one something about two. So next morning I have to wake up at six. So I, I'm recently learning uh, gratitude meditation. I mean, from a, a app. Uh. So when I, I feel like I'm not tired, so I'm not sure how come this feeling because actually I only sleep six hours. And I have this argument with my daughter. Actually, my daughter is 14 years old. She said, Ma, actually, I saw this TikTok. Ah. Uh, they say, ah, actually, as long as you sleep eight hours, don't care one o'clock, two o'clock, or what time. As long as I sleep eight hours, ah, then I'm okay. So that is her thought. That's why she, that is her thought. So, uh, so I thought it's a thought. Is it a fact or thought? I, I confused. She, no, they. There is facts out there, but we live in our thoughts. Yeah. And your thoughts can override the, the, the reality sometimes. Of course, in general, the ancient, um, ancient medicine is advised us to sleep early, like 10, 10 p.m. But then if your mind is believed strongly that you know, it doesn't matter, it can sometimes override the, the, the body. So to me, um, the right and wrong not so important is to see that I, do you see that you are being run by your thoughts and don't take that thoughts as reality any any uh, follow up from there Mimi I try to digest okay 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 Okay, uh, maybe I just finish this uh, one question, then we'll finish here. Uh, it says, Bante, how to realize the sadness of losing loved one as this is not real or thought created, especially seeing how this loved one died horribly, or is to see this as impermanence? Appreciate guidance, please. Um, when I say again, I have to emphasize when I say not real, it doesn't mean nothing, okay? It just means that your sadness comes from your thinking about the situation, okay? Maybe an example I can give is, uh, my mom died horribly, painfully, slowly. When she was diagnosed with cancer, she first lost one eye, then can't use both legs, can't walk, paralyzed, then slowly can't use both hands, and then slowly the other eyes went blind. And throughout the entire time, because it reached the bones, she was shouting in pain, 
nearly all the time unless she's in morphine. But I don't feel um, severe sadness. I feel, of course, not happy over it. But to me, it's the sadness only comes when you think, when you think back, why does it happen to my mom? How come it does happen? All this, to me, is thought created. Your sadness comes from this thought created. Or you can think the other way. Every time I think back about my mom's last few months, I always think back that I managed to spend the last one, two months by her bedside. I took turns with my dad. I spent 24 hours in the hospital. My dad took over 24 hours. And I always feel very grateful that I have been able to spend that last two months with her. And her, her dying memory is that she had very good husband and children to take care of her. You can look at the sweet memory or you can look at the painful memory. It's all up to you. It's your thoughts. So that's what I mean by thoughts created the reality. And that's what I mean by not real. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. It happened. You know, the pain... The suffering happens, but you don't have to suffer that pain. This is what I'm trying to uh, keep pointing. Okay, maybe um, we okay. can. Sorry, yeah. Bihui, maybe we stop here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thank you, Bante. Uh, dear Brother Dikin Adama, this is time for being Bante to answer every question. So if, you if your question is not being answered, then you are welcome to join, join us again next week and then we can answer. Okay. Before I share marriage, just like to uh, appreciate all those people who, who share. Um, please continue to share your stories uh, that you see the Dharma in daily life. And also questions. Uh, Jim Loy, very good questions. Continue to ask these questions so that it will prompt me to, to think more on the uh, profoundness of the Dharma. So we share marriage with all the devas, dhammas, guardian deities, share marriage with all our family member, relative friends, especially departed family member, relative friends and chesters. Make aspiration always with the wise, avoid the foolish, be free from great hatred delusion. At the end, again, share marriage with all beings, wishing all beings an equal share of merits. Eta wata chamehi sampadam punya sampadam sabe dewa numodantu sabe sampati sitia. Eta wata chamehi sampadam punya sampadam Sabe butanu modantu sabe sampati sitia etawata chamehi sampadang punya sampadang sabe satanu modantu sabe sampati sitia idame nyatinang hotu sukita hontu nyatayo idame nyatinang hotu sukita hontu nyatayo idame nyatinang hotu sukita hontu nyatayo imina punya kame nama me bala samagamo Satang samagamo hotu yawa nibana patia, idame punyang asawa kaya wahang hotu, idame punyang nibana sa pachayo hotu, mama punya bagang saba satanang pajema, de sabe me samam punya bagang labantu sadu 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 sukiotu. Hello, 
um, if you would like to to offer dana or you would like to support the dana activity, you can do your dana. You can offer the dana to the account using account on Skype, and then WhatsApp the receipt or the receipt to the admin or email to the email address. But then the next one is the four M thing, which is the um, million minutes of meta and mindfulness initiated by Bante Martinda. So this campaign is to connect and to inspire people all around the world to bring love, compassion, and awareness to our life, and also to transform ourselves and heal uh, the world suffering from this COVID-19 pandemic. So if you have cultivated any meta or mindfulness in your daily life, you are encouraged to submit your minutes to this uh, website. Yeah, right. And then this is a general reminder, you can check your our WhatsApp group for any updates regarding this series. Yeah, all right. So thank you everyone for participating in today's session. So stay safe and have a good night. Thank you. Sadu, 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 Bante. Thank you, 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 Bante.